heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Well, in reading a lot of your correspondence and emails and messages that folks are sending into the network from this uh, tremendous series uh, that we've been doing here on The Voice of a Nation on America Out Loud Talk Radio, I think the, the, the big thing that comes to my mind is clarifying, clarification of all the various moving pieces and the steps. And this has been, a, to be clear, a multi-step, multi-lesson, I guess I would call it, process uh, in, well, what do we say, taking back control of your life. I mean, that's never going to be an easy, simple thing. I mean, there are things we have to do. Now, this program was designed, to be clear, for everybody. It was designed for, remember I said up front, uh, those that were struggling with long covid and this is going to be a problem for years to come in society. And we're talking millions and millions of people here now are struggling with all kinds of uh, impact from long COVID. And we, we see the, the correspondence that come in here, of course. Uh, the other one is sadly going to be these vaccine injuries that, again, millions of people are struggling with in a lot of different ways. And you don't even know when those things come up or why. So I think those people, it's really, really, in my opinion, important that you take control of your life immediately because you don't want to take any chances there. You surely don't want to listen to uh, uh, these people who are pushing this onto society. So I think those people, a lot of those folks uh, have learned some valuable lessons uh, you can't succumb to society and succumb to uh, government orders uh, when it comes to your body and your health and your mind. Uh, you have to be independent of all of that, friends. So that's a big piece of this thing as well, is those vaccine injury. Our brothers and sisters who were, uh, you know, traumatically uh, changed. And I said it was trauma in my mind, you know, traumatically, you know, and not and probably dramatically as well. But, you know, so that's that group. And then there is really the rest of uh, all of us, the population, which is where I fit into that other category is, you know, those who really want to tap into all the power that life uh, affords us, that that we can get out of this life, especially in a post COVID world. I mean, we've learned a lot over the last few years, to be sure. But in a post-COVID world, I think there's a real emphasis on health and well-being and lifestyle. Because, friends, when this thing happened, that was the thing. Remember, that was really the, the scary part about this is those who had comorbidities, those who had underlying circumstances were at greatest risk. I mean, if there was never a wake-up call in your life, that had to be it. That had to be it. I mean, what else could there be? I mean, it woke everybody up, even the people who really blew it off and thought they were, you know, playing Godzilla with their life or something. 
everybody then became aware and very apparent. And we all started kind of talking to ourselves and freaking out, let's face it, that God, that could be me, especially if you contracted COVID as most everybody did. It's like, you know, you didn't know if this was going to be your time or something happened or, you know what I mean? Something like that. So it was a scary deal that everybody went through. And that's what I mean when I say, you know, coming through all this and then getting to a post-COVID world. But I think the emphasis has shifted and is going to continue to shift. That's what I've been talking about with um, all of our MDs and all of our doctors and all of the uh, expertise in healthcare we have on the platform. It's exactly this. There's now an emphasis on lifestyle, an emphasis on healthcare, an emphasis on taking care of our bodies and our minds, probably like never before. So that's been the driving force of all the things we've been doing here. And surely this special series, Taking Back Control of Your Life. And, you know, we started this thing with the eight essential steps, remember, is how we started. Uh, But we're going to go further with that now. And we'll talk about that on today's broadcast, friends. So welcome in here to the program. I want to bring on uh, Dr. Henry Ely. Uh, Dr. H uh, joins us again, uh, episode eight. Um, Dr. H, I just want to ask you right now to recap what I'm thinking here. And I just, you know, I'm speaking about what I I see Mm -hmm. in a society here that has shifted in our thinking and our way of thinking. And, you know, I I just know there's going to, there's a time here where we're going to have to go through a healing process Mm -hmm. as a people and as individuals in our own lives and really as a people as well and through a healing process in a post-COVID world. And I would suggest really help our fellow brothers and sisters out to get up over this hurdle. But that's kind of the way I see it with these uh, these different pillars I've been spelling out for folks with the long COVID, the vaccine injury, and then a, a new health environment for the rest of us who really want to excel in a post-COVID world. What do you see with all of that, uh, Dr. H, and, and recapping where I'm at here? Well, you know, Malcolm, I think you're really over target. I'm glad you you brought up the whole comorbidity issue, right? Um, when you have over 94% of all supposed COVID deaths having at least 4.0 comorbidities with it, it's it's the biggest, most obvious um, risk factor that people can have. And I think it's you know we tie the COVID was this wake up call, but that can be associated with any type of infective process, because when you are in a poor state of health, and is to say you are in a disease state, we have a poor state of health is that politically correct way. I don't want to hurt your feelings. I think we need to hurt people's feelings a little bit. I'm not going to sit here and celebrate obesity. I'm not going to sit here and celebrate somebody who is is really taking themselves down a bad path, you know what I mean, health-wise, um, into a disease state. I'm not going to celebrate that. So what, what, we, what we're doing with this is COVID is just that wake-up call that it's time to swing the pendulum back in the other direction. It's time to ask why nutrition isn't being taught in medical schools and certainly with any significance. It's time to ask why doctors don't have this essential tool in their tool belt to begin their work with patients and to make sure they're educating because that's what dossier means is to teach. Why doctors aren't educating their patients on how to take care of themselves using something as profound as nutrition. And now what we're seeing is a lot of um, former white coats 
um, who have woken up and realized there were some holes in their education, starting to really learn biochemistry and starting to learn nutrition as the primary therapy that it's really intended to be. That's why food is uh, thy medicine and thy medicine is thy food, right? So um, I think it's a, it's a good wake up call. I'm, I'm glad that people have kind of figured some stuff out with it. And yeah. I never thought we'd have this massive an, of an opportunity to shift mm. perception so quickly. It sucks that it was under these circumstances, yeah. but it still is an opportunity if we look at it as such. Yeah. Yeah, God, I love what you're saying there, brother. I love it. You know, well before COVID, I mean, listeners who've been following me for years know I have always spoke about our bodies, our minds, feeling the best, getting out and walking, lifestyle. I've always mm -hmm. talked about it. I've always said it. And, you know, that's why I've always talked about healthy cell and fats. That's why I've talked about that, having that healthy mind uh, mm -hmm. and a healthy being in our lives. And I've always done it. And then, of course, COVID hit and it was like a bomb went off. It devastated everything. Mm -hmm. But the underlying thing for this, you'll put a couple of interesting points here, uh, Henry, to touch on. And that, you know, the comorbidities is a big deal because when this, when we first discovered that SARS-CoV-2 was hitting our shores here and that it was in the way that it did and this bioweapon that was not designed for the human body to be sure, okay? Mm -hmm. And you know, when that was happening, it was like, you know, and we started to hear the early cries of comorbidities and people that are at the highest risk are people that are in those particular categories that have not taken good care of themselves, that have comorbidities. And those people, sadly, many of them, I mean, they suffered, they struggled, they suffered. I mean, people were devastated. So many people, I was talking to McCullough the other day and were put on ventilators mm -hmm. and just succumbed. And that was a system of moving people through the system is what the hospitals were doing. It was, it was just really just like a, you know, just like a manufacturing factory plant, just moving through people through the system and putting them on ventilators and dying. Like it was like 90 some odd percent were put on mm -hmm. ventilators, whatever mm -hmm. the numbers were, were actually literally dying. So it was a license to die. It, it, not everybody, but a majority of people never made it through that chapter. But the comorbidities and all of these things, Henry, that people had, it was a wake up call for all of us, for everybody to really understand that, you know, we get one life here. Let me be real clear with everybody. Mm -hmm. We get one life. One opportunity. I mean, you may be, be believe in reincarnation or all that kind of stuff. It's not what I'm talking about here. But this life is one life that you get to live, and you either live it at its fullest, or you cop out and you 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 take the you know you take the cheap way out, and you you don't ever get the full enjoyment of these blessings we've been gifted. So that that's really it. There's one of the big thing I want to tell you that really is a driving force for me. You know, and I, I think of why and how and all these reports that are coming out about now, like, OK, uh, why why didn't government do this or why didn't they do that? Mm -hmm. or why didn't they warn people of vitamin D? Why mm -hmm. didn't they warn people of nasal hygiene? Why didn't they mm -hmm. tell people about early treatment? Why didn't they? And, you know, there's a lot of why didn't they? So there's a whole ton of them. And, you know, I think we have to remember something. I think that people have to remember that those that are in power uh, the way they create this um, this um, environment and this uh, force around them, this force du jour around them, it's about dependency 
they create an environment <laughs> where people are dependent upon those who they think they're calling the shots on the rest of us fellow human beings. It's like everything. It's like the ant world. It's like the rat world. It's like the animal world. Uh, you you have your hierarchy here of the, and then there are all those people in power who we put these jackasses in power, but then they're controlling us in our lives. And they put this information out there. It's not to help any of us out. And there's this dependency out there that is very disturbing. And people are succumbing to that. And so I, my message here is, I mean, I could scream at the top of the mountaintops. I'm not going to scream on the mic here to give everybody a blown eardrum. But I will say to you, wake the hell up. Wake up, people. And stop being dependent on these monsters. Take control of everything in your life and be responsible for your own life. And that's the rallying call here, Dr. H. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. You know, Malcolm, what you're really talking about is slavery. And this yeah. is what we want to get across to people. When you don't have control of your health, when you have outsourced the control of your health, and put yourself in a dependent relationship mm. with the pharmaceutical industry, with hospitals. When you put yourself in that dependent relationship, you are now subject to their discretion. And their discretion has proven itself. Most recently, they are not about compassion and they're not about logic. They are about doing what they are told for profitability. All right. And so when you are sick, when you have multiple pre-existing conditions, when you are overweight, when you aren't having that bowel movement, that purification every morning, when you're eating food that is not organic, that is not nutrient dense, and that is filled with chemicals and chemical pollution, what you are essentially doing is putting yourself in a dependent state for an industry that profits off of your demise. And when you understand that, you understand that what you are essentially doing is subjecting yourself to slavery. Now, where slavery begins, and this is, we, we actually just <clears throat> did a whole show on this, and I can't wait for it to come out. I brought um, a professor of 40 years of American history on to talk about, um, uh, about slavery and the parallels between what's going on now and what rolled out um, before. And he said something that was very important, Malcolm. Hmm. <clears throat> what he said was, slavery isn't a physical thing. It's an exist, it's, it exists in the mind only. Mm. And that if you can get control of someone's mind, getting control of their body is a matter of fact, easy operation. Mm. Because that's where slavery exists in a person's mind. So when a person feels like I'm getting older and there's nothing I can do about it, I'm I, everything's starting to hurt and there's nothing I it's this is just old age and this is just what happens. What you're doing is subjecting yourself mentally into slavery again. When you're making when you make yourself dependent upon someone else, especially mm. just for a perceived convenience, yeah. you are making yourself a slave again. But when you take that opportunity to learn about how the things they don't want you to know really work for you, when you take that opportunity to learn about nutrition as we're teaching it here and the role of health and caring for your amazing gift of a human body that you've been given, what you are saying resoundingly is that I am not dependent upon you, Mr. Pharmaceutical Company, Mr. 
hospital, Mr. Government. I am dependent upon me for my health. And that's the most important thing and where healing really starts. When we take responsibility for our health. My health is no one else's responsibility but my own. So this notion that you could inject yourself with a, some experimental product to save me, I didn't ask you to do that. Don't ever do that because what you're doing is subjecting yourself. You're turning yourself into a lab rat, which is akin to turning yourself into a slave. And that's what we have to be wary of yeah. right now. Yeah, lab rat, guinea pig, whatever you want to call it. Uh, that's exactly true. It's exactly accurate what you say there. This uh, interview you just talked about, is this going to be on Energetic Health <clears throat> Radio? This will be on Energetic Health Radio. Yes, sir. All right. Fantastic. Well, let me tell folks now that uh, if you don't know this, I'm sure most of you probably do, uh, Energetic Health Radio uh, plays, airs on America Out Loud Talk Radio on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, it's at 3 p.m. Eastern time, and there's an encore at uh, 10 p.m. Actually, yeah, uh, Eastern time. So, but you can hear this in any uh, you know area code or zip code in the world, obviously, uh, time zone as well, uh, based on um, just just do the math. So I say Eastern time, but just three hours, and you're on the Pacific Coast or wherever in Europe or wherever else you're on the world, you can hear it on iHeartRadio Network um, live right there, or our free apps, Apple, Android, Alexa or the media player, if you go back to americaroutloud.com, there's a listen live button there. A beautiful world-class media player comes up if you're not aware of that. And you can play that on any web browser all over the world. And it gives you fabulous radio. You can play it on your phones or tablets or just go to the iHeart network and listen or our beautiful apps. They're amazing. Apple, Android, Alexa, as I say. But Energetic Health Radios is Dr. H's um, program. In fact, the three o'clock in the afternoon does marvelously well. He's got a great audience there. And he's at, on just after Dr. Peter McCullough. Those were, uh, we put those couple hours together as two amazing, amazing hours of radio broadcast uh, with both of my brothers, uh, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Henry Ely, right here. I mean, that was intentional. That 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 was intentional. And and uh, that's the reason I did it to really, and it, and it paid off. It paid off because people hang around. We see the analytics and they, they listen to that second hour as well. And you just get so much out of this. So that's the way to do that and listen to the interview that um, Dr. H is just telling you about. We'll, we'll get more into that mind control in a second. I want to give you a program a note as well, friends. It's really important here as we unwrap here today in episode eight. Again, now, you can follow along here with all of the notes if you go to the nav bar at americaroutloud.com under shows and just go to taking back control of your life down. It's listed in as a show, but again, it's part of the voice of a nation, friends. We have it listed there for easy access and finding to benefit you all, but it is surely part of our broadcast here, the voice of a nation. Um, but taking back control of your life, that's how you get there. There's also on the left sidebar at the top of the front page, there's a link to put you right into the site as well to that page. You can follow along with custom notes in there that we've taken, uh, gone through a painstaking process of making sure we get all the right information, all the right links, click throughs. There's a lot of work that's gone into the series and it's all there. And that's going to be a piece of work that's going to stay there that you're going to be able to look back and resource and use this stuff moving forward to help you all. And we're going to do future programs and other really cool things ahead, but that's how you get there. Now, the announcement I'll make to you right up front here 
is we have decided, and we knew coming in, we we uh, extended this out to some bonus programs. We initially started with eight, but because of the overwhelming response and the people and a lot of questions also that we'll get into in the weeks ahead that you've been sending in and continue to send them in. You can do that right on that page, by the way, when you go to taking back control of your life, there's a place to send the question in right there. It will come right into the network for that purpose. Uh, so uh, we've extended it out now. Uh, there'll be three bonus programs. There'll be episode 9, 10, and 11. And it will bring us right up through the holidays, right prior to that. Uh, so we can all get in great mental shape and physical shape for the holidays as well. So follow us through November uh, 4th, 11th, and 18th is what it is. Those three Fridays. And you'll see the information back. We'll update it all. And you'll see it right there on the platform here. And we'll be getting all kinds of other things, which Dr. H will spell out for you here. I'm going to be doing some detoxing and cleansing myself, he'll tell you about, and all of that. All right. So getting through all of that, the only other thing I want to say is that it really is a mind control. Dr. H, what we're talking about here is so important. If you're listening in and you're wondering, well, what does this all have to do? It has everything to do with it because you can't even enter the room here on any of these uh, episodes or lessons if you don't understand that you have the power in your mind. You have the mind control to be able to do everything you need to do and tell yourself accordingly that you're going to do it. This is all about your mind. And, and really, that's where the power lies. Dr. H, it's always been that way. It's always going to be that way. So everything we've played out, we don't need to be slaves to the system, whatever it is. We need to take control back of our lives. This is how you do it. Let me now turn back over to you. And let's do a, we have today titled Synergize and Natural Therapies. Mm -hmm. Let's bring it all through the recap and also talk about the de detox cleanse and what we'd be doing in the next couple of weeks. And um, let's make it happen. Amen. Well, you know, I, I think first I want to take people back to World War II, all right, um, because it, it it's going to set this up for us, Malcolm. If you understand what's going on in the concentration camps, you know, of course, these are pits of hell and horror, but you have to understand that the Nazis were also conducting scientific experiments on humans. And one of the experiments that they were conducting was mind control. And what they had finally landed on in terms of mind control were several realities when they were studying um, humans by destroying humans. Um, what they landed on was that if you want to mind control someone, you have to make sure they are nutrient deficient, number one, because that makes them susceptible, I should say. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correct. Susceptible. There you go. Susceptible to um, suggestive thought. And then you put that person in front of a repeatable message. So this is now our 24-hour news cycle and commercials and all of this stuff. That's what's evolved out of that. But there was a third element to it, Malcolm. And the third element was heavy metal deposition. That when you introduce heavy metals into a nutrient-deficient body, it makes that person basically into a comatose zombie that can be programmed using repeatable messages. And this is what the Nazis are studying um, through their experiments at Auschwitz and things like that, right? And you want to learn more about this. It's all over the internet. You can read about it. You can also go to Healing with Whole Foods by Paul Pitchford. He talks about it. Um, so they had to get aluminum into the body. And one of the ways to get aluminum into the body was through the fluoride, uh, fluoridation of, of the municipality's water. When you make um, 
when you make aluminum, when you go through aluminum uh, production, one of the waste products is sodium fluoride. And so sodium fluoride waste product of aluminum production is used by municipalities to fluoridate the water. And that's how aluminum gets into um, the water supply and how that's how it really starts to affect people's neuroconduction. And that's something that Dr. Stephanie Seneff has confirmed in her research, especially her excellent research um, out of uh, MIT with uh, respect to vaccines. So you can see the continuation in our country once we brought over those Nazi scientists and cleared their record for some reason. When we brought them into our country, we brought cancer into our country. Mm. We brought evil into our country. And then we unleashed that evil upon Americans here. Um, which is is just ridiculous, and this is this COVID shot is the culmination, I think, of all of that. Are you that also saying decision. with these products when you mentioned aluminum and you mentioned other things? Are you also saying that these are, are these lifestyle uh, choices that have been bought in uh, back to the Nazism you were speaking about? I, I mean, is this a stretch, or are, are we suggesting that uh, this is all? Part of, I mean, this sounds pretty egregious here, but I mean, is this all part of the dumbing down of society? Is this what it is? What that's that's the you know, I'm a I'm an Occam's razor kind of person. So you know, when you give me a bunch of variables, the most logical solution is probably the solution, the the right answer. Um, you know, I can't explain why the CDC would know for uh, basically over two decades that Americans, 65 to 95 percent of Americans were deficient in vitamin D, do nothing to shore it up. And then vitamin D be the key nutrient, the key vitamin um, that determines whether somebody recovers or somebody doesn't. You know what I mean? Like when you know that and you don't do anything about it, that's intent. And when you are doing that intentionally, you have to ask, well, why would you do that? It's certainly not to preserve life, because if you were interested in preserving life and minimizing the effects, you would have known that we had a crisis of health on the horizon and that any infection could have come in and burned it out. But um, but I think what they did was they knew that. I mean, when you start putting things together about the GMOs in the 1980s being introduced and the and that they're supposed to lower pesticide use, but pesticide use goes up. When you factor in um, the high fructose corn syrup and how that gets put into everything and the rising, extraordinarily rising levels of obesity in this country, especially among children and then now adults, what ends up happening is you start setting the stage for disease. When you couple that with nutrient deficiencies, Malcolm, and you couple that with constant exposure to chemical pollution accumulating in that fat tissue, now what you do is you create a sick society. And a sick society is now highly profitable by the pharmaceutical industry. And now what you do is you realize, okay, well, now we have another agenda and this agenda could be population control, right? So now we, we've, we've made all these sick people, we've profited off of them, but there's too much of them. And this is really all of our stuff they're using. We want them to own nothing and like it. So let's wipe out a whole slew of them. And let's start by taking out our elders and our seniors, whether it's through the shots, whether it's through the bioweapon that was released um, out of uh, Wuhan Institute of Virology, or whether that's by um, just pure neglect in the nursing homes uh, based upon lockdowns. Clearly, our seniors and our elders were targeted and wiped out. Well, why would you want to wipe that generation out? Because that generation remembers what it is to be free. Mm. That generation remembers what it is to fight for freedom because they grew up around people who fought for freedom and were brave and courageous. So let's wipe that knowledge completely out 
and subject people to this nonsense of you can dress up as cats and pretend you're cats and a man can be a woman and a woman can be a man and all that other nonsense, right? So this is clearly a larger thing at play, but what we're doing here is we're showing you where the exit door is because all that is nonsense. The exit door is you saying, I'm in control of my health. No one else is responsible for my health but me. I refuse to be a slave, and I'm going to demonstrate that refusal by how well I take care of this gift of life I've been given. Mm -hmm. And so what we put together here throughout this, uh, these episodes, and this is a recap more or less today, um, is that we have an, there's an art to healing the cell. The first stage is rejuvenation, and it's getting the environment of the cell really cleaned up, it, moving it from a toxic, destructive, acidic state into a very healthy, very supportive, very alkaline state, you, changing your diet, putting good dosing of nutrients and making sure there's nutrients available. And remember what I said about the Nazi internment camps. As soon as you introduce nutrients into the body, not only are you helping all of the functions, but you're also making people less suggestible, less suggestible to repeatable phrases. Okay, commercials and all this other hedonism that's going on in our country. So when you get that rejuvenation stage established, what you're essentially doing is building a healthy environment for all of your cells and setting the cells up to be able to do the most important thing a cell does, and that is produce energy at the mitochondrial level. And that's what we covered in episodes one through five. When you've then done that, you are now at a place where you can move to stage two. And this is an important point with this thought process, the art of cellular healing. You never try to do multiple stages at the same time. You let your body go through one stage at a time. So focus on energy production, focus on getting the, the cell environment healthy in stage one. That prepares you for stage two. Stage two is detoxification, where you're gonna get a deeper cleansing, a deeper removal of waste and pollution from your cells, mobilized and then pushed out of your body through your emunctory pathways, through your bowel movements, through your sweating, through your exhaling, through your urinating. You are going to then purify the body in that stage two um, detoxification. And then that's what we covered in episode six. And then what that does is it sets the stage for you moving into the next stage, stage three, regeneration, where we can start having open conversations about the cell is now ready to go into fasting, go into deeper levels of autophagocytosis to accentuate DNA repair. Because yes, God did design your body to heal even at the DNA level. And that's the thing these evil bastards weren't prepared for, that your body can actually heal. And that's why they're pushing for so many shots. Every shot is an opportunity to re-injure and modify your DNA. Whether it happens or not is debatable in every person. My suspicion is that not every person is just because they got the shot is being modified, but the people who are poor methylators are the ones that are most likely severely modified by the shots. But what it does is it gives us an opportunity when we're fasting now, because we've done the work with our diet, we've done the work with cleansing. Now, when you get into fasting, it sets the stage for us to access the highest healing potential that our body possesses, which is DNA repair. If we have the courage to do something, allow ourselves to simply be hungry. See, when we are hungry, not only are we healing, Malcolm, but when we are hungry, 
we are also getting intently focused. And that is a mind that is very difficult to lead astray. Yeah. Not, not only that, but food tastes better. <laughs> that too. It that surely, too. Yeah, it surely tastes better because, again, it is far better to, um, uh, to uh, what, uh, eat to live not live to eat. There's a difference. You always got to think before mm-hmm. you say that because sometimes you say it ass backwards and you sound like a fool. <laughs> so <laughs> I've always got to think about that there. Well, let me let me just pause a moment here and tell uh, listeners here, um, oh, wow, taking back control of your life. You know, tell me truthfully out there, friends, that you're listening to this, whether it's on talk radio or podcast, and uh, isn't it, I mean, you learn so much from these programs. I mean, don't you just love to hear uh, Dr. Henry Lee just uh, talk in this way? I mean, first of all, he has a great radio voice, to be sure. But the information and the knowledge he puts out there is second to none, really. And not only that, but you know what else I really love about this guy is he wraps it all in love. I mean, that is so important. It's lost today. It's lost today. He, he wraps it all in love. And, and that's the deal. And I, I think it's important for you to know that out there. We absolutely love you out there. Okay. It's, it, let me just say that it's important. We say that, uh, that everybody needs to be picked up. Everybody needs love in their lives and we absolutely love you out there. So it's important to, uh, to say that. And I made a decision, oh, about five, five and a half years ago now to do this in my own life because there was a time in my life I really didn't put an emphasis on this. Well, let's face it, people. When we're younger, we think we can play Superman or Superwoman, right? And although I still do that today and jump off tall buildings in a single leap, I do it to make sure I have a couple of parachutes with me is the one thing I learned in my life now. I'm not afraid to jump off, but I definitely want to have a safety guard near me. And uh, so uh, call it what you want. I think we call that experience and maturity. And uh, God, I can't believe I'm saying that about myself, you know. Never thought I, people used to, as a young guy in the advertising business, they would always would call me, a, a, um, uh, uh, you know, like a, a what, what do you call it, a juvenile delinquent. And I love that when I'm called a juvenile delinquent. I think it's such a compliment. I, I appreciate that. It's so I'm young-minded and spirited. And so I like it when people call me that today. You, you sound like a juvenile delinquent. I love it. Continue to call me those names there, you know. It makes me feel young at heart. Uh, but anyways, experience does help us all grow as people in maturity, for sure. So back to what I was saying, the power of healthy cell. Uh, you know, microgel, the absorption of it into your body is very, very key. So instead of the old uh, chalky vitamins, that sort of thing, this gets right in there. And I like Immune Super Boost. It's got vitamin C, vitamin D3, zinc, echinacea extract, elderberry extract. So it's good for maintaining and the maintenance if you, you once you have a healthy lifestyle. And Dr. H should tell you more about that because he has some other stuff that is um, even more potent uh, that he loves to turn up the power, I guess, a little bit. And I'm going to try some of that as well with him. I'm open to anything uh, that, that works, that gives us a... Uh, well, anything that helps us, that gives us a good power uh, base to work from, you know what I mean? Uh, but uh, love healthy cell because it's easy when you're on the go and you travel, these little packages, pop it under your mouth and roll or put in a little bit of water, whatever you want to do. It's got a berry taste, tastes good. Also, focus and recall for brain power and those who are struggling with um, a brain fog, which is a real thing after long COVID. Uh, focus and recall has a bit of a tangerine taste. That's another great micro gel uh, from healthy cell, which is very, very effective. REM sleep. Check out all their products. Our listeners get 25% off. I'm very very proudly uh, represent 
uh, healthy cell for all of the reasons that I state to you here on this broadcast every day, my fellow Americans. So you can get there by going to healthycell.com forward slash out loud, or just click the banner ad, which says our sponsored partnerships, because I really consider these companies all partnerships is what it is. And you'll see that back at americaoutloud.com. Take a real quick pause. We'll join you just on the other side with Dr. H. You're listening to the voice of a nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. These days, every time you turn on the news, it seems like there's a new threat to your health. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top and shoot it down, or mix it in water. Boost your immunity. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com, where we're healing America one person at a time. Okay, welcome back. Here it is, Malcolm Out Loud, yours truly. Welcome back to the Voice of a Nation. And uh, this is taking back control of your life. This is episode eight, but, 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 there will be an episode nine, 10, and 11 as we carry this thing through. And we didn't know going into this how long we'd need, what, you know, what, what, how it would come over, how you'd all, uh, a take to it if you liked it, if you wanted more of it. And clearly it's been very effective. And so we're going to, complete the circle and the cycle on this thing and take it outward and talk about some very, very cool stuff. I want to get right back into the nitty gritty right now with Dr. H who rejoins me here. And I, I want to talk about, I want to give you the floor to talk about not only the recap of the things you're doing, but to really lay the groundwork for these next steps we'll be doing in the next couple of uh, episodes and and where we want to take this thing, Dr. H. You know, uh, Malcolm, it, it's so wonderful to have this. And I, I want to say, I, I haven't said this before, and, and, and the audience needs to hear it. I, I just re- really appreciate everything that you you do. 
you know, um, this willingness to share this information with as many people as you can get out to, the openness to consider the information. You know, I, I got to tell you, you know, as a naturopathic doctor uh, for over two decades, you know, you don't get this kind of openness, you know, so it's just it's 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 just incredible. And I'm, I'm incredibly grateful to you for everything that you're doing and and the openness you have to continue exploring, you know, and seeking the truth. I think it's a shining example of, of what we should all be striving towards um, because there's a lot of benefit in taking that kind of approach. This you know, is power we we're talking about. This is power. Right. This is giving power back to the people, Henry, is what it is here, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, well, that compliment you just gave, can I get that in writing, please? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we, we'll, we'll, etch it in, we'll etch it in marble. How about that? Go ahead, sir. Go, as you were, as you were. I digress. All right. So, um, so, so we do have some cool, cool stuff next week. We're going to, I think we're going to do all Q and a, right. Um, and then we'll get into, uh, the two weeks after that, we'll do some work with you specifically on that stage two, that detoxification. You've already talked a little bit about intermittent fasting. We might even, uh, you know, at some point do a follow-up a little further along where you actually do a three-day fast, if that's something that you're open to. I um, am. Hold on. I am open to that. Now, I've been doing the intermittent fasting marvelously well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really love this lifestyle, um, that uh, which I'll repeat again, that my wife had down much quicker and sooner in life than I did, Henry, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> she was doing that right along, the intermittent fasting. But there's a lot of power in that. But yes, I'm open to this other, the 72-hour thing again, um, yeah, although it takes a little bit more gumption there, doesn't it? A little more, you got to be steadfast, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you know, that's, that's where we find ourselves, you know, when you're, when you're fasting and I just had a whole group of students finish a, a three-day fast, right? Um, you, what you do is you find that internal resolve that you didn't know that you had, but that you find out it is there. And all you have to do is have that courage to be a little hungry for a couple of days. And like you said earlier, uh, Malcolm, the benefit, not only is your cell healing going through autophagocytosis, not only have you positioned your body and you're at the cell level to get into DNA repair as well, but that food tastes so, so good, right? <laughs> Once you start eating again, it's like you get flavors that you forgot how good things could really, really be. So there's, there's, new, there's just- Well, you appreciate benefit. the food. You appreciate oh. it. I mean, so much, yeah, right? Yeah. So much. So, you know, for this particular episode, before we take a few questions, um, what I wanted to get into was an organization, a thought process of, of natural medicine. And what we what we do is uh, at the Energetic Health Institute is we we create teaching concepts, Malcolm, because I, 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 we're very proud that we teach students how to think, not what to think. You know, it's a very important distinction for us. I'm not here to espouse ideologies. And if you don't agree with me, get out of my life nonsense. That's ridiculous, right? Um, it's we're here to talk about how to think about healing and how to apply that thought process in unique, personalized ways. So what we've done is we've organized natural therapeutics, most of them, um, into primary therapies, complementary therapies, essential therapies, and fine-tuning therapies. Now, what we often do when we're designing, um, you know, a lifestyle approach with, a, you know, in my case, a patient, for example, is, you know, I'll decide on what the primary therapy is going to be, right? That's my job. But what I do is then open up 
um, complementary therapies and essential therapies and fine tuning therapies to the patient. So the patient can participate and decide, you know, I've been wanting to do that for a while. Let's add that into my, my, my treatment approach, my life, my new lifestyle. Oh, you know, this essential therapy, I, um, you know, I, I really haven't gotten enough sunlight, for example. I want to make sure I'm getting sunlight. Okay, we'll add that into your your new lifestyle, your treatment approach. And then um, fine-tuning therapy. You know, maybe it's um, somebody wants to try homeopathy or, or get into meditation, right? But it's understanding that when you put together a new approach for someone, what you're doing is creating a, a one primary therapy and then allowing them to decide what they want to do to help synergize with that primary therapy to get even more value out of it. So for us, we primary therapies, everything we've been talking about, Malcolm, is really about um, holistic nutrition, about organic holistic nutrition. That's been the, the basic of it, you know, and of course, included in that can be supplement uh, addition and herbs and things like that. But we're talking about, we get control of our diet. That's your primary therapy. We get control of the diet. And so many things start to fall into place, especially on this road back to true freedom. Now, when we talk about primary therapies, there are a few others that we can consider in there. Like I would consider a cleansing that you're going to be doing, um, Malcolm, uh, I would consider that a primary therapy, you know, in that stage two, I would actually consider, um, fasting a primary therapy in stage three as well. So you see what I'm saying? So whenever you're in a stage, you're like, okay, uh, let me see what's my primary therapy going to be. It's going to be this. And now you start asking, well, what are these other therapies, right? Where do they fit in? Well, when we talk about complementary uh, therapies, you know, things that can help make that primary therapy more effective, you know, we're talking about chiropractic work, getting some spinal manipulations. We're talking about maybe doing some organic juice feasting. It's never fasting. Please don't drink a juice with calories in it and call it a fast. It's not. But one of my favorite complementary therapies, Malcolm, and this is something I'm going to recommend for you is infrared sauna. Infrared saunas help to get those heavy metals that the Nazis were studying, help to get them out of the body in a natural, slow chelation process. I know everybody's all gaga over zeolite. I can tell you I've tested zeolite and it actually has impeded heavy metal detoxification. We actually got into it, and this is way back in 2006, we got into it with a company um, that uh, will remain nameless, but they sent us some products because they heard we were doing a test at the school on it. And I was heading up the research into which natural products help to accentuate the removal of heavy metals. Um, we tried their product and their product actually inhibited the release. It was the only product that we used that inhibited it. We sent them a message back and just let them know that they, their attorney sent us a letter back in 24 hours saying that if we released that information, they would sue us. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. I'm not a big fan of zeolite, all right, uh, or anything like that. But um, but bentonite clay, big fan of. You know, I think it could. I've seen it be incredibly effective. So you know, it, it, it there's things we can do with this. But in terms of complementary therapies, one of the things I think is really we found to be really effect, effective, Malcolm, at getting out um, heavy metals on a very slow and and less arduous process, getting out solvents and a lot of chemicals. I have a great story of a um, patient. 
She was going through chelation therapy using intravenous agents, which can be very hard on the body, very, very hard on the body. Um, and, you know, it was really challenging her emotionally. She didn't know if she was going to be able to f- uh, finish the, the 10 sessions that she had to do. So I invited her over to my house and said, look, why don't you try a sauna? I've been very curious about how saunas are going to work for folks like you who are really chemically um, uh, body burdened. Um, you know, I'm just really curious. Let's see. It couldn't be worse, right? I don't think it could be worse. So she came over, she did a session and she called me up the next day. She said, doc, this is the best I've felt in months, if not years of, of this. She was a chem- she was a chemistry professor. So she would use and mix all the chemicals and everything without using the f- uh, fume hood and without using gloves, you know, they just get lazy and stuff like that. It's, it's common, you know? So she had built up all this chemical pollution in her tissue as soon as we got her in a sauna, she got better. So she went and bought a sauna, um, Malcolm, that very next uh, day. And she put herself through daily sauna sessions and she was able to completely chelate. We confirmed this with her um, blood levels of and, and her um, pre and post um, testing on her heavy metal levels. She was actually able... <clears throat> She was actually able to completely chelate herself using just... Um, just a infrared sauna. She was able to get rid of the heavy metals out of her body. So we learned something tremendous that day and and through that that clinical experience that saunas are great ways to get heavy metals and other environmental pollutants out of the chemical pollutants out of the body. What are you sweating them out of your body? You're you're sweating them out. The infrared saunas, see the the infrared saunas are going to penetrate the wavelengths so what they do is they start to penetrate deeper into the, the body and the deeper tissues, and they mobilize the waste that's getting bound in the cell. So now the cell with that little extra heat starts to push and mobilize and get, especially if there's nutrients available. See, that's the key. If you don't have nutrients available, it's not going to be as effective. But with the nutrients available, helps to get that waste out of the cell so it can be then recirculated, go through the kidneys, go through the liver for ultimate filtration, and then finally through the bowels or through the urine or through the sweat to get out of the body completely, Mm. right? And that's where you get, okay, you get complete resolution. So it's a great complementary therapy. It's one of my favorite. I have an infrared sauna in my bedroom. Okay. Uh, You know that I use, I use a couple times a week. Yeah. It's fantastic. It really like uh, if you watch the big Lebowski, it really ties the room together. You know, it mm. really brings everything together there. Um, when we talk about essential therapy, so we would say like, let's say a person, Malcolm, for you, let's put this together for you. You're, you're the example here. We're going to be doing some cleansing with you, right? So that's right. going to be your primary therapy. We know you've already gotten stage one accomplished. You're in good health. We got confirmation of that we're going to move to stage two. We're going to get you uh, into the cleansing. That's your primary. The complimentary that I'm going to recommend for you is going to be infrared sauna work or any sauna, any dry sauna work. Dry saunas are really good. Infrareds are just that little bit better than mm. just a regular dry sauna. But I'm going to recommend, hey, we, we want you doing some sauna work, sweating. Now, there's a benefit, Malcolm, to sweating, and this is where it gets exciting. Mm. When you get into Chinese medicine, you understand that the fluids, the body is constantly reflecting reflecting itself. So one of the things that the Chinese will assess are various fluids and fluids have associations to different organs. So in with the sweat, that fluid is associated with the heart as an organ. So what the Chinese are saying in their medical system is that when you sweat, 
you are purifying the heart physically and energetically. So if you are like, for me, I just sadly just had a, a colleague of mine pass away. You know what I'm saying? And it's weighing on my heart. I can feel it, Malcolm, in my heart. My heart is really, really heavy today. I'm going to go and sit in the sauna this afternoon. And when I sit in the sauna, I'm going to sweat for about 30, 45 minutes. And I know already, because I've done this hundreds of times, I'm going to feel so much better, not only physically, but emotionally, because I helped, it helped me get that heaviness out. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So there's this emotional benefit that comes up with all of this as well. Now, the third level for you, essential therapies, I'm going to let you choose. So let's put, let's do this together right now. I'm going to give you a list of things to choose from. And if you need a little more clarification on it, let me know. But here are some things that we can see if you're going to, that, you know, are options for you for essential therapies, positive internal dialogue. Well, you're already really positive. So I'm, I probably wouldn't recommend that one for you because it's, it's, you're already super positive. It's, it's, it's not your issue, but here's something listening to love music every day, Mm. right? I love making that one, uh, intermittent fasting, something you've been doing that can be an, that's an essential therapy, right? Can be hungry every day. Um, Laughter, Malcolm, which I also don't think is really your challenge, but something that can be good for folks to make sure that they are laughing. Do you know what the minimum number of laughs are in a healthy child every day? This is this is actually done. These these are research done by psychologists. Do you know in healthy children the minimum number that they laugh every day? What is it? Three hundred times. Wow. Do you know what the average adult laughs every day? Oh, I'm going to guess fifty. Six. Oh my dear heavens. Wow. Okay. So laughter. So we is, lose we, the laughter in our lives is what we, you're saying. So we lose it and we, everything becomes serious and business and bills and drama and blah, 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 blah. And we lose the laughter. You know, that's and, a, that's such a big point you just make. We, we need to do a uh, future article on that. that. That's something I would not have guessed, but mm-hmm. that just is a great reminder to all of us, Henry, that uh, we need to laugh more. We need to laugh more. And what laughter does, Malcolm, is it engages the parasympathetic rest and digest nervous system, the aspect of your nervous system that ignites the healing process. Mm. Laughter is indeed physically healing as well as emotionally healing. Mm. And really, really, when you get into healing, there isn't much difference between emotion and physical, right? Um, we also have essential therapy sunlight. Well, what have we learned about vitamin D, right? So I don't think that's your issue either, but this one is. And this is where I might steer you, sleep, mm. making sure that you're getting at least seven hours of sleep every single night. Mm-hmm. Okay. You see, and now we give an opportunity. So out of those, which one sounds good for you? And you can pick whichever one you want. I mean, mm. I, you know, well, which one? Uh, the two of them that come to mind, the one I really enjoyed listening to is the laughter uh, is mm-hmm. really fascinating. And of course, when I'm working around my studio or the house and I'm laughing my ass off, people are going to wonder if I've lost my my head, right? Well, you have uh, lost your head. <laughs> You've lost your the, the the dependent head. You've lost the I got to be an adult, and this is what an yeah. adult looks like. Head. You now yeah. you're putting on the this is what an adult can actually. They, they'll be. be saying he really lost his marbles. No, I have to tell you <laughs> that. Oh boy. So I like the laughter one. Um, you know, I've been one of the things I've been missing uh, in recent times to be real with you here that I've just recognized. I love music. I always listen. I've got a great repertoire of music. I, mean, I listen to all kinds of music and always enjoy it. And there's something about music that takes me away in my mind and it, it creates a mood and element. And you know, I just discovered the other days I was looking at my library. I have not listened to music 
in some time, Henry. Mm-hmm. Pretty sad, huh? That's well, that's got that's something that's in your power to change. So yeah, I think it we can look at it as sad as or we can look at it as an opportunity. An opportunity for you to reconnect with something that you makes you feel really good about yourself and about life. I'd say let's saying? do the music. Let's do the music. Okay, yeah. so music will be here. So we have primary therapy is going to be the cleanse. Complementary therapy, I'm going to recommend infrared sauna or some kind of sauna works a couple times a week. Okay. And then essential therapy for you is going to be love music, listening to music that makes you feel good and takes you back. So for me, uh, Malcolm, I'm going to tell you, I live in the, I live in the uh, 60s, 70s, and 80s in the musical world, you know, like right. every oh, now yeah. and then there's oh, some yeah. good stuff, but most yeah. of the stuff that was talking yeah. about love. So we can see where we started going off track. Yeah, we can yeah. totally see where yeah. we started really going off track. Yeah. And then it takes us to the final thing, a fine-tuning therapy, because we want there's we want to pick four therapies and that starts to put together a really good program. All right. So the fine-tuning therapies are acupuncture, mm-hmm. um, yeah. clinical water fasting, again, right? Um, cranial sacral therapy. So this is something I actually am probably going to recommend for you. Mm. Uh, prayer and ceremony, of course. Homeopathy can be a fine and is a fine tuning therapy and meditation okay. is also. So which of those sound interesting to you? Mm. Oh, man, you better pick that one, Henry. I don't know. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to tell you, you know, acupuncture I'm a big fan of because it's easy to find now. Right, it, right. You know, it's easy to find and get yourself a, a weekly acupuncture session. That's something you can do with it. No, I had uh, acupuncture done years ago. Uh, one, one sh- I did it one time uh, that I needed some real healing mm-hmm. and I was having struggles with the usual uh, things and I went ahead and tried to, and you know, it was marvelous. It worked incredibly so. And mm-hmm. I, I my, my, so my interactions of it were, were outstanding, by the way. Yeah. And I've had similar experiences as well. I, I went from mm-hmm. a true story. I actually got hit um, by a uh, by my teacher, a 10th degree grandmaster. He hit me with a, an energy burst. And it, 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 I can tell you the story. It, well, I still can't believe what happened. I, my well, let, teacher, let's do this. Let's pause it right there. We're going to tell that story next time because we're running right out of time. Uh, but this gives us something to look forward to with listeners. So let's well, tell that story next time. Can I can I finish this off then the, on the fine tuning? I think for the fine tuning for you, Malcolm, I want to recommend cranial sacral therapy so that you can get somebody putting their hands on you and get you into a really great state of activation of your rest and digest nervous system. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. All right. So you've got to tell me more of what that entails, though. But- well, you know, it entails us finding a cranial sacralist around you, but these are the people that have incredibly um, gen- uh, loving and very sensitive touch. These are the people that can actually feel your cranial bones moving and they have the ability to know how to shift them so that they can get mm-hmm. into better alignment. And that wow. relaxes the entire nervous system it's a phenomenal experience wow it sounds incredible and you know you're talking about cranial bones you're getting a little personal there fellow yeah okay (laughs) (laughs) so in any event there's the ladder right there right um all right so you'll will you these steps and the things we just decided that'll all be in the notes That'll be in the notes. We'll make sure we update those for everybody. I'll even put a little graphic in there from the school. Yeah, let's do that because then everybody will be able to understand what we're doing. And I need to understand that as well. Uh, But uh, but folks will understand. And what I'm thinking is some people are going to want to follow us, Henry, you know, Mm -hmm. they're going to want to do the same thing. So, right. That makes sense. Uh, Well, I hope so. But as always, everything we do is for educational purposes. Make sure you discuss it with your trusted and and uh, qualified 
um, healthcare providers. Amen, amen. Thank you for joining us here on the mission. It's time to get involved and get loud, America.